episode 101, No Dalmatians. Mm. Fellas, how come we on, feeling? Man. He got bars early. He got bars yeah, early. Man, you know, coming come ready. Told you, new energy for the next 100 episodes. This morning podcast is the vibe. Yeah, right? Yeah. Everyone got the coffee in? Rel, Rel still working on come his? Come on, man. You already know. Celsius? Deal. I'm going to get it after. Woo! All right. Well, be patient with Mickey. Yeah, <laughs> you know us Gemini's <laughs> right I didn't even get a minute and I got that shit <laughs> Already, I know man we, we're not even 30 seconds we gotta talk about Kanye. about Kanye it's Kanye later <laughs> I gotta get that shit off here we go um, it's like a shot clock <laughs> right right uh, I wanted to a lot of you guys had some funny takes on the whole Peppa's video thing posted it as a, a, a highlight video for your from your night and um, some guys heard the podcast and then their response in my DM to the podcast, not to anything I said directly to them, but their response was a video of them um, playing a song that wasn't oh, yeah, I got, the crowd going. Yeah, yeah, I, I, got, I got a couple of people that hit me up doing the same thing. Yeah. You know, like, Look, a, I'm playing this. I said, dope. So, yeah. so a few that I remember was a noise box. Shout out to him from Louisiana. We got listeners in Louisiana. Um, he had um, the place going crazy to international players. Jeez, that's a, hold on. Okay. That one. Yeah, and um, Steezy D, shout out to him, regular listener as well. Uh, he was playing "We Are Young" and he even time stamped it at twelve a.m. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we are young. So um, yeah, that's shout dope. out to those guys. I went, so I went to go see Omar at Time, uh, Omar XV. And uh, Omar, Omar, Woods, Omar, Omar Woods, Omar Wave God. I don't know. Much I like Sean, he changes up. his name up every 10 can't minutes. Keep up. Changes his hair, changes his name. Right. Uh, so uh, I'll get into his um, set later, but he um, he was telling me that the only, what makes sense to him why DJ should um, post the Peppa's recap or a highlight response is um, because a lot of people that aren't DJs that would follow a DJ may not under may not know how um not obnoxious but how played out this is so if you're just an average joe going to the club and you say and you see omar's post and you say damn and he has a pop in you're probably not even thinking oh it's 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 peppas like everyone has a pop yeah, in peppas true so his whole thing was the average person doesn't un, doesn't like think like a dj and just sees it as damn it looks like fun i want to go and i told him i get that and ultimately, I don't care, but I, I get that. And I even mentioned that from a marketing standpoint, you know, some bookers don't really care. They just say, well, well, he's got to pop in. Like, I just need that little bit extra of, of a nudge to to get me to book this guy. And this is what it did it. So, yeah, shout out to those guys. Funny responses. I think Jason Craig played it at a UTEP game and there was no response to it. And then someone said it was really low. While in the while during the game, the volume the volume was really low, like on the loudspeaker. Oh yeah, yeah. and Jason's like, "Oh man, why did you tell me? Like I'm thinking like this track isn't working." So funny little exchange. Maybe a little bit of both. Them. Who knows? Yeah, I've seen a couple rooms where like, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he said he was gonna play it on a boom bap night. I was like, bro, <laughs> I already know how that's hilarious. gonna go. <laughs> That'd have been fucking. Unless hilarious, you got a boom bap remix to it, <laughs> chopped up. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Fuck it, man. Just throw yeah. them a curveball. Slip the rug underneath their feet. See what happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like that fucking meme at that wedding when he played Turned Down for What and went into oh, uh, yeah. what you call uh, it. Fuck that kid. Fuck that yeah. dude up. Dancing Queen? Dancing Queen. Dancing yeah. Queen, yeah. Chris yeah. Villa. Uh huh. Yeah. Crazy. But um, yeah, moving on, Mickey, you were in Ontario. Well, shit. Wait. Speaking of Peppa's not working. <laughs> Wait, no. hold on, hold on. Did you play Peppa's out there? Wait, is yeah. Ontario oh, is in the Inland Empire? Correct. Yeah. Okay, because yeah. we had the whole Riverside thing confused. I'm, no, I want to make sure I know Any, where my anything cities are now. <laughs> east of the 605 is inland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. All right. So go and not Los Angeles. It's two different uh, initials. Right some, there. some will call it Greater LA. No. <laughs> greater LA? <laughs> greater LA. Worser LA. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, man. Before KJ, I got too many friends out there. Four, four minutes in, you're already being canceled. Yeah, no. I'm on my Kanye shit. And they, they have to know where they live. I'm huh? old school <laughs> They Gemini. have to know where they live. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, no, I went to Ontario, played a mixed champagne launch. Shout out to, to Adam. Adam. Good, good friend of the pod. Mm -hmm. uh, long time friend of, of our, you know, crew here. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, I... I honestly just don't really care to DJ anymore. But like this okay. only like not not that it was a bad experience. It was just an interesting experience. Like 
I guess interesting is the best word I could come up with. But basically, like, you know, I got it. I got there like eleven fifty ish. Oh, you're that guy. Come, come you're that check DJ. out the vibe. Well, no, I wasn't on until like twelve fifteen, twelve thirty. So okay, still, like, all right. I still had thirty <laughs> minutes to absorb what was going on. Yeah, good. And um, shout out to uh, the opener. He he did a great job. Who's it? He fresh? It was something fader. I uh. I really feel bad that I forgot. But super nice guy, another chubby Hispanic bearded DJ. Check the flyer you didn't post. You know, we're all there. Yeah, probably. Yo, <laughs> speaking of which, <laughs> I know Adam was on your head about that, huh? No, I didn't. Uh, I didn't post it on my timeline. Oh, uh, like but you posted on your story. I don't even know what I'm getting paid, so I don't. Unless <laughs> you tell me what I'm getting paid, I'm not posting shit on my timeline. Right, right. But I did uh, post um, their flyer, and it's so funny because it was a Halloween night. So it was like, bro, like both versions of the flyer they sent me was just like super dark and creepy. I don't get the point of that. Like, yeah. what's the point of like doing some like horror, not like crazy horror nights ass type of flyer? Well, fuck that shit. I, <laughs> I mean, co- at least put a sexy schoolgirl. No, I covered it with a bunch of teddy bears. <laughs> just like I didn't want to look at the flyer. <laughs> wow, Jesus! <laughs> but um, that even going on the feed—that's just a twenty-four hour, twenty-four hour post. Yeah, exactly. So um, I can't find it, but um, sorry, guy. Um, but super, super, really great guy, uh, did a really good job opening. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'll say this on a typical night, mixed champagne does not permit fitted hats or logos or really things of that oh, nature. Shit. Yeah. Like logos. As stuff. soon as Mickey walks, like, maybe, like, I'm ready to go home. Maybe the DJ could get oh, away okay. with it. That's fine. You know what yeah. I mean? Or, and guess, yeah. you know, probably. But they they have a, a pretty solid dress code, and um, again they've been having rough rough crowds. I would assume <laughs> that's usually the case. Some of the neighborhoods, LA. <laughs> some of the neighborhoods, you know, worse are LA. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, man. but like I and I say this like look, they they've done an amazing job. The venue got a remodel since I was last there. Mm-hmm. It looks amazing. The the hospitality is great. Everything was awesome. Um, but this particular night, right? Well, I'm sure it's one time. Um, you know, it's Halloween, so there is no dress code. Yeah. So you it was. Could, it you could was, be was there it in on, anything. Was it on Halloween night or that weekend? Like that. It Saturday? was the Saturday night. Okay. So yeah. Halloween was Sunday, right? Correct. Yeah. 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 So midnight celebration of Halloween. Sure. sure. Um, and so everybody clearly took advantage of the dress code. They just pulled up in whatever they were in. Some some costumes, not not as many. Um, and then, but definitely a lot of like, you know, claiming where they stand, you know, where yeah. like how things are going. A lot of Paisley, yeah. uh, bandana underwear, yeah. uh, and, st- hanging out. And those weren't costumes. No. What, what side of the pocket? No, was it the it right pocket uniform. or the left pocket? Yeah. <laughs> was it, was a bandana hanging out on the left side or the right, right side? Right side on okay. that night. So what colors? What was I the mean, popular color? Listen, <laughs> Roddy Rich. You get this man in trouble. Out Let's there. say Roddy Rich and Nipsey Hussle were popular <laughs> people classes that night. Shout but out. um, no. Nah, so it was, it was um, it was just. I'll say this: when you have a divided crowd, mm-hmm. like literally divided, where it's like sections of people are like joined together, and then on the other side, it's kind of the same deal. Like, it's almost like you're kind of like, everybody on the right, everybody on the left. Oh, and you're just kind of like playing for each side yeah. as the night progresses, right? So, like, guys to my right, DJ booth, literally right in front of your face, like, can, like, reach over if they needed to, whatever, right? That side wanted Bino. Mm. They wanted uh, Blue Bucks, mm. uh, Blue Bucks, Bucks clan. clan. Mm-hmm. They wanted... Um, little league go crazy. <laughs> what like, and 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 let's say this like, the beat source. Shout out to shout out to DJ Fun. You not even try. Shut because <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want anybody to know I had Wi Fi because somebody wanted me to play the record because they were friends with YG and uh, it would make the club go off. Right. So and he my Wi Fi. So my Wi Fi didn't work. Uh, no, <laughs> according to that person, <laughs> <laughs> according to everybody, I was like, my Wi Fi don't work. So um, so it was just really interesting, and then. You know, I'm not going to uh, throw this person on the bus, but but I, I kind of am. The dude on the mic, I'm not going to say his name. So oh, yeah, so I know I'll, exactly I'll who the fuck you're talking about. So, dude on the mic, at one point, keep in mind, this is like, 
And it's so difficult when you're in that spot as a DJ and as like catering to the person that booked you. Adam did a great job of communicating. He would tell me like what he would prefer versus mm-hmm. like what might work, what might not work. That, mm-hmm. I would dictate that. And when it felt like we were going a little too left, right, right, a little <laughs> right. too right, then he'd be like, yo, shift Dial it back, back to the left, you know, like make, you know, shift it over. So then for the girls, for the girls. Yes. And so <laughs> I did that and it felt very flat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I went for the the girls. I went for the Latin. I went for the pepas. I went for the baila conmigo. I went for the, you know, all the Latin joints. And the left side was vibing. And from what I heard, the like area where I couldn't see was jumping, like to where like fellas were enjoying themselves more than than others. And it was it was a great time. But I felt so flat and awkward yeah. because staring at you. <laughs> You said it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> so they're just waiting for like the time, you know, for, yeah. for things to change over. Mm-hmm. And that's just like the most awkward, like yeah. it's time. Like, yeah. it's just like, oh God, like, why am I here? Like, Wait, you, you mentioned Fawn and then you cut yourself off. Yes. Right? So I had to give a shout out to DJ Fawn because, um, you know, I feel like, I'll, I guess this is something we could bring up as a DJ general thing, but like, I'm not a, I'm not ashamed or, or shy to ask a DJ I think in the past I was, but like I'll ask him straight up for a playlist. Yeah. And like I heard Fawn DJ in Houston a couple times, different venues. And I say, yo, can can you just run me your playlist real quick? Just because I want to see if there's any like main records I'm missing, right? Like I'm not I think people respect me enough in the game. Yeah. Like that I've been doing it long enough that I'm not gonna go in there and try to bite your transitions. Yeah. I'm just trying to see what the the Bones are. Yeah. yeah. And then from there, I'll do whatever I'm going to do. Trying to read the to candlesticks. Make, yeah. You know, just trying to see where it's at. So, um, so he, he shot me like three different nights, like three different types of nights, you know, and obviously Houston's going to be very different than what I walked into, which was a super <laughs> LA ass. Yeah. Like things that he probably doesn't even have in his crates. He might, um, yeah. cause he's well versed. So shout out to Fawn. I appreciate you. Um, but that didn't help me much for that night. <laughs> I wouldn't imagine it did. No. Should have hit a rail. <laughs> could have. I definitely would have took care of you. Listen here, brother. Listen. <laughs> Listen. Oh, Ontario? Yeah, Ontario. Ontario's That's different. Mean. It's different out there, Green bro. Pill. But yeah, um, but yeah, so just, you know, Peppa's worked in like 30% of the club. Very flat on the other side. Um but you know, overall, great time. I think it was just a good story to tell, and yeah. um, what was fun for me, at least, was like the energy for you know whatever uh, Bino Blue Bucks record I had. Uh, I think it was Creeping that I played. It went crazy. Mm-hmm. Probably biggest record of the night was Roddy Rich Late at Night. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's just singing along. Mm-hmm. And then what I really kind of took advantage of in that situation was. Since that was, that was the biggest record, I legit took a huge turn and went straight into like 2000s R&B and then just kept them there pretty much the, the like, I would say from like 115 to close, which was like two. Mm-hmm. And it worked like a charm. Oh, and everybody was super like happy, mellowed out, trying to close the deal, take the girl home, mm-hmm. do whatever. And it worked on like general overall. Gotcha. Yeah. Would I have loved to live there the whole night? I don't know if that would have made sense, but you know, we did what we had to do. Yeah, you yeah. finally find a nice little safe pocket to be in. Yeah, for everybody. Yeah, and we could all go home happy. <laughs> exactly. You know, because like the dude, the one dude that's yelling at me for not being able to play his homie's record is like you live, bro. staring in his girl's <laughs> eyes, singing Chris Brown, "Yo," uh, like yeah. you know, like yeah. reliving his middle school days. Like yeah. so, yeah. it's it, that was a fun transition of the night. Yeah. So so it seems like. It's not so much that you're sick of DJing. You just, those those unique kind of crowds are just not, like, more challenging than you want them to be. Like, like unnecessarily challenging. It's not, I guess the word is challenging, right? I don't have the time to prepare yeah. for, you know, like, for something like yeah. that. If it ain't a layup, don't call me. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if I can use my brand, if I can use what I bring to the table, which is typically people to spend some money yeah. and like, uh, you know, good energy. But yeah, in certain scenarios, it's just like, okay, cool. Maybe 
this is part this is partly me being underprepared partly me reminding myself why this is like you can't just take a, a gig half-assed yeah. right like and um and partly i don't know yeah i guess it is a, i mean i guess it is a reminder i do enjoy certain things like I don't know. If I walked into like a Sadiq, I would feel good sure. going into it, right? Because yeah. you don't got to prepare new records too much yeah. for something like that, right? Yeah. But if you walk into a situation where it's like very niche and type of crowd, I guess at that point it's just like, all right, like, Not being prepared. I would rather go out there a couple times and hear how they other people do it. Yeah. Than, you ain't driving a Pomona. No. Just to, just to get a, a, an idea of what's going on. No. <laughs> no, thank you, my friend. No, it's definitely a one-off situation. And, and I appreciate Adam. You know, I think um, I, I, at the end of the day, it was it was a good time. It was just interesting uh, feeling, you know. Yeah, Adam uh, would bring you uh, out of. I guess I mean, guess you're not in retirement, but yeah. and sort of say <laughs> Adam yeah. would bring you out the DJ, knowing that you don't do it that much. Yeah, I know for sure. Well, yes, sir. You were all over the place the last few weekends. Break it down. Um, since Halloween weekend. Yeah. What did I do? You did a joint uh, with um, the cat. With Night Train, uh, Classic Cat that was recently. Where was that? Where, That's where, Classic Cat. So Classic Cat is what? What? What it used to be? What was? I don't Classic? know what anything I don't, is. Either. I, don't I just know. need to know what it used to, to be. To be to be honest with you, I don't know what Classic Cat used to be. Um, before, but it's on Sunset, right by um, you know, like the Roxy and all that, like you know, West Hollywood area. Across from Amoeba, around Amoeba. Nah, Amoeba is like by Coenga. Okay, so I'm talking about like towards Doheny. You know, oh. you know where, we're, like, where, um, uh, on the west side, yeah, on the west side, okay, um, where like Soho House and everything and all yep. that stuff is over there. So it's over there. Yep, it's a cool like you can't see it from the you can't see it from like dropping by. You wouldn't even notice it. You literally oh, gotta like park and walk over there and go. Oh, it's right here. Yeah. Um, right. but dope inside. Food really like the the venue itself is plush. Um, they sell food to like one a.m. Um, and their their menu is really good. Good drinks. Um, shout out to Night Train, man. He brought me in. He's he, you know Night Train does these. He was been doing these parties called the Tribe, and then he um, him and his boys started another one, and it's called Must Be Nice. Uh, Tribe was a day party. This one's a nighttime drink. This was their second one. Must be night. <laughs> um, and uh, they had asked me to come in. They asked me to come in and um, and DJ with them. And I was like, of course, you know, my people came out. We had a great time. Like it was, it's, it was one of those parties where you just have fun. Like, yeah, you know, it looked and, fun you know, and it looked sexy. In there yeah, too. it did. It was, it was good. And you know, Train was just like, yo, just do you play whatever the fuck you want to play. Like, just have a good time with it, have fun. Um, and that's where we went. We went in there and we had a great time. Everyone got smacked. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, uh, I did that. Um, Halloween weekend. Uh, shout out to Bella Fiasco. I did her four 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 party at Lock and Key. That was really fun. Me and Ever Vice showed up. Oh shit! Yeah, Vice showed up. Vice pulled up, and he was like, "I guess Vice. I've known we've known Vice for a minute, but I've never the Vice has never been in the spot that I've DJ that. Right. So that was like right. his first time hearing me. And he was like DMing me or whatever. He had hit me up on Instagram. And he was like, "Bro, like he was like that shit was dope. You know what I mean? I was listening to it on the way there because she was streaming it. And then when he got there, like I was just finishing my set and Ever was getting on. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was like Bella's party was really dope. I've been to the la, the first one. She How did. often does she do it? Once a month. She does it once a month. Okay. She's been doing it once. Some her first two were day parties because yeah. they were during this, like the tail end of the summer, um, into the fall. And this was the first time she did it at night, and it was packed. Yeah, packed. Like I mean, I my set was at eleven o'clock, eleven o'clock, eleven fifteen, and I got there like maybe like ten thirty ish. Yeah. And there was a line down the street, yeah. bro. And they started at ten. Yeah, Lock and Key like, is like, yeah, Lock uh, and Key. I mean, Lock and Key already has that reputation. Yeah. But then you just add her, you know, her crowd and her night mm-hmm. um, on top of it. And I was like, oh shit! So um, shout out to those guys. Yeah, even um, the the uh, guys the guys that run, oh excuse me, women that you know run Lock and Key. They had hit me up and they were like, yo, we would love to have you come in here and just you know do your own night or. Ooh. Just come in and DJ or whatever. I know I've known them for a while. It's uh, Roxy. Roxy, yeah, Roxy yeah. and Raquel. Raquel runs. Um, she basically is like management. She does yeah. um, the IG uh, and everything. And she had hit me up, and she was just like, you know, you're still one of my favorite DJs, fucking from Infusion. Infusion, yeah. yeah. Oh shit. Um, and she was just like, I would love to have you going. I was like, yeah, of course. Let me know because we went back when Bad 
and Mike Danger were doing their night. They're doing a night there. Everybody got a night there. Yeah, I mean, yo, Lock and Key. <laughs> Tony Handsome's got a yeah, night Yeah, Tony there. Handsome yeah. and Omar. Omar. Yeah, they all, do, they all do nights there at That's Lock and Key. Them. But Lock and Key, because it's a vibe. as that indoor-outdoor. Same thing yeah. with them. They serve food until like I think let's one a.m. Let's go find out what day's over for Mickey D's. Man, man, I'm trying to tell you. Listen, we, we got we got the plug. So if you guys want to run it, let's do it. Um, so yeah, I did that that night. Um, Saturday, I had a private Sunday on Halloween. I did Rush Street in Culver City. Shout out to Looney, DJ Looney brought me in to do um, his night on Halloween, and they had the Rain One controller, and my fucking laptop wouldn't connect. Oh shit. <laughs> Right, so we were Wadi and I were sitting there, and we were like, "Yo, we're trying to figure this shit out." We didn't change the adapter, we didn't change the USB cord, and we were like, "Yo, what the fuck?" Like, you know, my shit is up to date. Like, I got yeah. everything. Like, and I was there's no reason for my shit not to, you know, to uh, what you call it. So I ended up just leaving my laptop open, and he was like, "Yo, just use my laptop. I'm sure I got everything that you would play anyway." So I, my, my set was more on the safer side. Yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I mean. I I was quote unquote headliner. I didn't go until twelve thirty. Um, so I was like, all right, cool, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, I, I was like, all right, I already know. I was like, I have an idea of like the shit that I would play since it's all tracks that it, you know, a lot, of typing? Play. A lot of typing, yeah, a, all typing, yeah. yeah, believe it or not. Like, every track was a type track. I had to, <laughs> right. so we, basically, what I did is le- left my left my laptop open and went to like a playlist that I would normally play and like, all right, all right, let me see this track and then type in on his which call. So, still had a solid set, even though I was using someone else's laptop. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, the crowd was you know responsive for the most part and whatnot. Uh, ended ended that night unplugged. I was like, yo, fuck this! I got to figure this shit out because that's just gonna bother me. Like, yeah. I don't want to run yeah. into this situation again. So it just turned out that the port I was on port B, and then when I unplugged his laptop and plugged mine in port A, it popped up. So then I later found out that that's an issue that Rain One has. I was talking to some of my um, tech you just know say experts. Terry. Some of your yeah, it was <laughs> some of my some of my tech uh, what you call this and he was like yeah that's you know uh, an issue that a lot of DJs have so experienced. say that again that the, the issue the issue is that the second port on the rain okay. will give you issues you know, oh, you know, like B. It, yeah, 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 yeah port yeah. B will give you issues it may not connect you got to mess with it a little bit for it to pop like, up you got to jiggle it or yeah something like that Shit. you know what I mean? yeah so I don't know I mean I plugged it in twice you're playing with it. <laughs> I mean, shit. We was playing with it. We were playing, they were playing with it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but I mean, overall, the night was dope. Uh, fast forward to the next week, we did cherry popping. So my wife, myself, and then Wadi, we did cherry popping, and cherry popping was, I to from what I was heard that it was kind of slow the last couple of weeks, and they brought me in because my boy Tendaji couldn't do it. Um, so they were like, "Yo, just bring in whoever you want to bring." Uh, I was like, "All right, cool, whatever." So I brought the family in. And man, we they came over to me and they were like, it hasn't been like this in a while. And I was like, hey man, you know, I got y'all, man. So yep. we had fun doing that shit. That was a vibe. And I did, believe it or not, I did a private at Beauty and Essex on Saturday for one of the owners of Tau Group. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, so that was dope. That was that went one crazy. Of the owners. Hmm. Yeah. Um that was uh, that was dope. They went crazy. The staff there loved me. What was your set like? Mostly hip hop. Um, no, it was it was all over. Um, nice. I played peppers. I played like you know a lot of it was open format shit that I was playing. But it was a good. It was mostly I would say a good sixty seven percent hip hop. Yeah, and then the rest was like kind of all over. Um, but you know I got into the poo shiesties and shit like towards the end of the night. <laughs> um, and then you know all the like he was back the, in blood. Yeah, yeah. All the, all the work was like yeah, like they're going crazy. So did that, and then yeah, and then we on Sunday night we did uh, Night Train's joint, Classic Cat. So yeah, I was moving around the last couple of weeks. So yeah, you know, so I put in the, in the group chat well, <laughs> well, everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> I have you know I have those weeks where I'm like oh everything is like I'm going I'm doing everything. Um, yeah, but yeah, and then. Um, this weekend, I'm with you. This weekend, my guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. by the time this records, this by the time this airs, we would already have been out there. Yeah. So go to I go to I go to Atlantic City with you, and then I go from Atlantic City to Charleston because my wife and I have to go to a wedding. I come, we come back for a day, and then I have to go to New York because I'm spending in New York. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, where man. in New York? Um, I'm doing a spot called Sweetie out there, and then on Friday I'm doing fuck, what's the name of the spot on Friday? I forgot. But I'm all I'm all the spots are in like the East Village and shit okay. like that. Cool lounges and whatnot. Shout out to um 
Seaflow. Seaflow, aka Coleman, man. He's um he's been taking care of me a lot and um and hooking it up. So, you know, uh yeah. Right. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah, man. I had a pretty quiet last few weekends, but I did step out to Time Nightclub. It was my first time being there since before COVID. Where is Time at? It's it's where Sutra used to be. Oh. Not the same space, but like a level lower oh. and on the other side. On the ground floor, right? Yeah. yeah. Got you. You know they got Sevillas in that plaza now too? Really? Yeah, they, they got a... It's brand new. Oh, shit. Um, I don't know. I think it's next to where Sutra used to be. But, um, but yeah, so I wanted to step out and um, both my friends were opening. Omar XV was opening on Friday and then Taylor Jamin... Um, was opening on Saturday. So you spent the weekend out there. I should have. Should have just got a room. Oh, so um, you drove back and forth. Yeah. You don't pay for gas. Yeah. Don't well, pay for gas. Yeah. Come on. You got Tesla. <laughs> so uh Tessie with my best Yeah. Um, so yeah, so with Omar, it's funny because um he got on at eleven and I, I think I think it's just a Valentino Khan type of crowd, like a specific kind of crowd. Cause it was actually the floor was packed when I walked in like around ten forty five or so ten thirty, and they just looked like they're ready to go and they were responding to what the um her name is Michelle I think she's a newer DJ they were responding to what she was playing before Omar got on and um and then Omar got on her first song it was like a hip hop song that built up into a house drop but they went crazy for it. Mm. So, also, you know, I, I'm showing love. I post a video with the fireball. Oh, yeah, 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 just like, damn, out the gate, one for <laughs> one, you know? And then the next track, like, I don't think it's like a super, it's not a pop, it's not like a billboard chart or anything like that, but it's, I think it's the Tokyo song, but it was chopped up. The way it was chopped up and um, it wasn't four on the floor. It was like more like a, uh, like it was a Brazilian shit. Bali Funk? It was more like, I think it was more like that. Okay. But regardless, it was completely different. And though, you know, it just wasn't an obvious song, but they were going crazy to him. I'm like, oh, two for two, two fireballs, you know? And, but, but he just, but he just like, he just kept it going. And, and I know it, I, in my head, I did not talk to him about it, but in my head, he could have just kept hitting them with heater after heater. But, um, but I think he considered his time slot and was like, all right, let me let shit ride out. Let me mm. play shit that's familiar, but not going to have him go crazy. Cause there's certain parts of these, of some of the songs he played. I'm thinking, and of course I'm thinking as a headliner, but I'm thinking I would have mixed out of this by now, but he let it ride. And I'm thinking, okay, with this time slot, yeah, I, I guess I would let it ride too because yeah. we're not trying to bust anybody's head open right now. But he did a, a really, really good job. And I don't know if you guys have been to a Valentino concert. This shit is bananas. Mm, I have it. Dude, like I don't, even if you don't like house or EDM or fucking trap or dubstep or whatever. The man played everything. It was fucking bananas. His visuals are some of the funniest visuals I I've saw the ever visuals, seen. Yo. I was crazy. like, yo, them shits is insane. It, it, yeah, some of the funniest visuals I've ever seen. You can't take the dude. You can't. My whole thing is, if anyone has a handlebar mustache, you can't take them serious. <laughs> I don't, and I don't think they take themselves serious, right? Maybe they did in the '80s. They were like tough guy macho man, but I don't think it's a serious case now. So he has the handlebar, and he's he's been rocking this for as long as I've known him, yeah. or um, you know, know he's existed. But just just an incredible. I only needed a half hour. I was like, all right, I got an hour drive. I'm good. Like I see it, I get it. He played the uh, yeah. He played that shit like just out of nowhere, but it was smooth in the place. Like time nightclub, Orange County. You're either Asian, Hispanic, or white. Mostly a lot of Asians. But, you know, a heavy representation of Hispanic people. And when he dropped that... They went crazy. I'm just like, man, these are all cheat codes. Like, just <laughs> fireball after fireball, man. It was it was so dope to just see that kind of reaction um, in that room. The room is very similar to, like, what Marquee in Vegas would look like. So it's kind of intimate, but there is space for tables. Um, so then I went the next night. And it was Taylor and Rehab. And that was more like your traditional house. Not to say... Like from an energy standpoint, maybe a, a a notch lower, but it's like a rehab's more like a big room house guy. Sure. So he's gonna give you like not the classic house set, but like anything that ranges from 2011 to I don't know today. Yeah. 
from what I saw, and I was probably there for about a half hour, but Taylor did a great job opening. Like he set the mood right. I think there was only two tracks I knew. Everything else was just like some cool techie shit. Um, and uh, and then Rehab got on, and like I know Rehab said, big room, big drops, and and I was like, all right, cool, seen enough, I'm out of here. But but it was it was a good. But his crowd, I think his people were there, and they responded to everything yeah. he played. It was just a completely different crowd than Valentino Khan. But I enjoyed um, seeing both, and shit, man, that was that was it for my uh, weekend adventures. Uh, I don't think I went anywhere else. Um, yeah, we just got the AC thing, um, HQ again. Um, by the time you hear this, I already have it completed, so we have to recap it on the next podcast. Yes, sir. But um, but You're Jason did say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, we're gonna get into that. Rel, I have an assignment for you. Nah, bro. <laughs> I got an assignment for you the night I DJ. I'm oh, getting man. a bottle of something. I got you. You call it. I got Understood you. Understood the assignment. Yeah, uh-huh. You Listen. got a room five minutes away from your, yeah. where you'll be standing. That's fine. That night. All right. You don't got to be up very yeah, early. I don't. That's right. We, we got My like flight a, is 30 minutes after yours. We got <laughs> like a 3, 3.30 departure. Cool. Yep. Yeah. So, hey, listen. It's be gonna, you. It's going to be a good night. Do you. Play as you will. Yeah. Um, but all right, moving on. Mickey couldn't only last 30 seconds before he threw out the word Gemini. <laughs> um, Mickey, what are your thoughts on the Kanye interview? This is your guy. I mean, you you hit us up in the chat room before we can even open up our app, and you're just like, anybody see it? Anybody see it? I gave you all a day. <laughs> no, it came out Saturday morning, right? No, nah, it came out uh, that night. Before. Friday morning. Oh, okay, you did. All right, I thought it came out Saturday morning. No, I gave you all the day. Okay, my bad. Yeah. I, I soaked it in uh, that night. Did you go funny. back to it? Um, ha- yeah, I have gone back to it. Okay. Like with the audio. So like I watched the video, I think it was Friday night. And um, was it Friday night or was it Thursday night? It was Friday morning. It didn't get released Friday morning? No, it was nighttime. It was oh, nighttime, yeah. I think it was, yeah. Thursday. Think it was Thursday, Thursday night, night, Friday morning. Yeah, because okay. I was out of town on Saturday. So... Yeah, Thursday night, and I was like, damn, this shit dropped kind of, uh, not, I guess, late. It was like nine. It was like probably like seven o'clock our time. Our time. Uh, yeah. I something like that. Something like right? that, yeah. And then I was like, oh, man, here we go. Like, this is going to be interesting. And I think I started watching it when I finally got home that night, which is probably about like 10, 30, 11. And I've been trying to go to sleep early. Um and I'm like, you know what? I'll just watch a little bit. Bruh. <laughs> you watched the whole fucking thing. I, I legit, and I don't know why I did this, but I legit watched the whole thing except you for the last. You were getting into. Except for the last 16 minutes. <laughs> for whatever reason. I was like, I'll wait for tomorrow to finish this. And so uh, so just watched it. And then uh, and then obviously the next day I talked to you guys about it and see what you guys thought. But um, yeah, I mean, look, Kanye is Kanye. Yay is yay. And yeah, um, yeah, he's gonna, yeah, yeah, you know, and so, um, he's gonna, he's gonna be a Gemini, as he says, he, like, he, he owns that shit, like I do, and <sighs> old and, school uh, Gemini, and uh, you know, a lot of greats in the music industry were Geminis, and they think the way they think they are the way they are, and there's no filter mm-hmm. sometimes, and in his case, not much filter at all. I like, no. I tell, I was talking to my girl, and I was like, Man, like, imagine if I just, like, just let it rip. Just, like, out, out the mouth. Just, like, throw up whatever the fuck I'm thinking. Like, yeah. God damn, I'd be, like, not where I am today. No, you would <laughs> no, that's what, And that's the one thing you kind of got to respect about Ye is that he'll... He'll just he just has that word vomit. And yeah. he doesn't care about... Well, you can put that to the side and just, like... It, Looking at his upcoming, you can put all that honesty to the side and be like, "Bro, he's he's talented." Yeah, I you got just got to deal I mean, with yeah, it. You just you have to. He's look. He's a he's a genius. He's a visionary in my eyes. Um, I think the public, uh, for the most part, and and I'll you know I I disagree with some of the way he does things because it's his ego. Like mm-hmm, his yeah. ego gets in the way of some of the greatness that he possesses, and. Um, I know people will discredit him because of his like wild shit that he does or wild shit that he says. But at the end of the day, like 
I'm pretty sure just because he said some wild shit, like people have said just as crazy, if not crazier, behind closed doors. He's just not afraid to put it on a platform and take the consequences, right? Like, and, you know, again, may not disagree. I'm sure he doesn't have a publicist because goddamn. (laughs) Publicist job. gig. (laughs) Yeah, man. (laughs) Is that a gig? Um, How many fires is that publicist putting out? Right. So, um, but I think he had a a lot of great things to say. Uh, unfortunately, sprinkled with some some shit that you probably could have kept to yourself, you know. Yeah. Um, but at the core of it, like he does think differently than anybody else. Uh, respectfully, like trying, like he says a lot of times, like this is why I'm here and this is why this person's there. And although that's not the maybe the appropriate way of saying it, but it's I the agree. Truth. But I agree that he is a different type of person. Mm-hmm. that that's why he is where he is you know um but i mean look overall huge uh entertainment uh play there and uh nori really like i mean who you could get jay right like yeah. hove is probably like the last the ultimate in the hip hop yeah. scene right maybe mm-hmm. drake um, Drake and Jay, yeah. But I don't know. But Drake is going to give you his political running for you know vice president speech. Not, oh like, yeah, not like transparent Kanye. So yeah, when when Drake does an interview, it's like stay away from these topics and stick to some safe shit. Yeah. At least every mm-hmm. Drake interview I've seen, it's like yeah, right. very pronunciated words. Yeah. <laughs> um. I like I, you know you know Nori is funny as an interviewer. Yo. Yo, Nori, I'm just like nigga. <laughs> he <laughs> is funny, you know, like bro. <laughs> who gave this man a mic? <laughs> yeah, like, no. He, he's I was like, funny. oh man, but yo, shout out to Nori, man, because only Nori could get fucking yay on a fucking show to get him to drink and smoke on and let him talk his shit. I was like, whose idea was like that's already bringing somebody even when he's sober is out of this world unless intoxicated him. And to see what he got to say. <laughs> I tell you one one thing that really stood out to me was when, like, and no one else can think like this because no one else is a billionaire. But he said, "I'm so rich, I don't have a home," and I had to wrap my head around that. <laughs> I'm just like, wait, 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 what? Like, how is that possible? And then you know, he continued to talk about it and and how he's just like, like I think like compared himself to Moses or someone um, from a biblical standpoint, how they just like just travel around and and I'm think I could only think of like all right you're changing your clothes like he said his home is his backpack or his house is his backpack and his home is his kids and you know that's deep and even Nori was like oh you know that's deep that's dope and then so I'm trying to think but when you go from state to state city to city to your temporary housing um who's like where where are your clothes like are you so rich that you just have your garments and what your shirts and jackets and pants like just waiting for you in your yes. hotel room. Yeah. Yes. That's crazy to me. No, like, he like he explained it. He got the CEO Balenciaga to, pick to him take up. him to the Balenciaga store and get underwear right. and whatever he needed for free. Right. Like he could swap out. I mean, he's wearing black on black on black. Right. <laughs> yeah. His, 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 he could swap that yeah. out. You know what I mean? Like not at all comparing my life to his because his is obviously like his shit is crazy right but like I I have this habit where like I legit own the same shirt the same pair of shorts the same like I have the same gray shirt the same black sh- shirt <laughs> the same black shorts paper planes multiple and I own fucking 50 of each <laughs> like damn grand run, uh, grand running club shorts yeah it'll either be the the standard run one or the ones with the underwear in it mm-hmm. with the yeah. compression. And then uh shout out to DJ Crooked, a new gray shirt, mm-hmm. heather shirt, or paper planes, black on black tee. Mm-hmm. And I literally have a drawer filled with each one of those single items. Mm-hmm. But it's like that when I when I started to realize, like, and I'm speaking for myself, when I started to realize that I can cut down on any sort of decision making when I walk out the door, <laughs> like it it genuinely like makes my life, life easier. easier. Yeah, 
Like, I don't have to think about shit. Think, I don't want to think about what I have to put. I rotate my head. I rotate <laughs> yeah, my shoes. shoes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I literally got the same. I just realized I got the same fucking socks every time. Yeah. Stan, slow cut. Like, <laughs> we sell them at themagpark.com. Well, that's what they say about like the Shameless um, plug. <laughs> and the paper planes. You know, the up up in San Francisco, the uh, the tech guys like they wear just the most basic shit and the same shit. And it's rich shit, like right. <laughs> the most rich basic, basic tees. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, the quality. Like five hundred dollar black shirt. Motherfucker, what? Yeah. <laughs> hey yeah. man, listen. Yeah, there was um. I mean, there's a lot of things that stood out, but something else jumped out. Oh, and and so I listened to Joe Budden. Recap on that. And he did. They did a great job of breaking every detail down. Oh, and, uh, I gotta listen. To yeah. That. Oh man, I can imagine what Joe had to say. And um, and uh, and they mentioned his gloves and how he's wearing gloves. And they said, and Joe's take on that was, he's wearing gloves because when he goes to shake hands with anybody, he doesn't want your energy. Like he's so picky about who he gets energy from that he wears gloves. Because he doesn't want your energy, whatever you're going through, might be a close friend, doesn't want whatever you're going through to fuck up what he's got going on. I just thought he was a germaphobe, but that right. makes sense. Could That's be. Right. It could be, but it, it wasn't clear why he was wearing gloves, yeah. but that was Joe's theory. And I thought, damn, like, that's that's next. I mean, for me, that's next level. I would never think to wear gloves because I don't want any of your energy, you know, and all that. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know. That just jumped out, stood out to me, but. Definitely check out that recap. Yeah. Worth a listen. I fucks with Ye, man. I don't give a shit what he's talking about. I love Ye. That shit's entertaining as fuck. I don't care. Y'all can cancel him if you want. And the Soldier Boy response. Yo. Bro. Yo. Listen. He's going he to ruffle some fucking feathers, man. And that's what I love about him. I think like, Soldier Boy was like, cool, I can capitalize on this. Yeah, let me, 1,000%. Uh, let me, let me, let me uh, get my shit together. What? Ye, what? Ye posted uh, today this morning that he uh, texted him. He texts uh, a soldier? Yeah, yeah. He's just like, yo, I'm sorry. Uh, I should have told you that I left you off. Uh, or sorry, I, t- I couldn't tell you that uh, I left you off. And the soldier boy responded, that's all I wanted, bro. Thank you. Love you. Yeah. They both said, like, love you. You yeah. know, like, it's... And that's the other thing about Kanye. And I've been here. I've been here many times. Dude, Gemini's, man. Yeah. It's two we'll, sides of it. We'll fucking ruffle hella feathers mm-hmm. and then come back and be like... I fucked up. We're like a sour patch. <laughs> right. First <laughs> sour, then we're sweet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... That's a that's a fucking great description. Chris <laughs> <laughs> is sour. Mickey <laughs> is a oh, sour man. patch. <laughs> man, someone get a meme going. Oh man, that's <laughs> great. Put a sour patch head on Mickey, oh, <laughs> or Mickey's head on a sour patch. <laughs> yeah, no, but he's look, man. It was dope. It was really great to see it. He, he's he's one of a kind for our generation. Yeah. So yeah, um, moving on. Uh, obviously sadder news um, the whole World thing Mickey shook me up I was at Time Nightclub and he sends me someone's storyline what was that Nassar Nassir oh, I don't know who yeah I forgot his name and it says hundreds dead I'm like what and I'm looking through and the next video is someone being carted off he's got a blue face like he just like you know it's a dead body and and they just kept the this videos kept going. I'm like, and I, I'm shook. I'm like, what the hell? Like, I'm thinking there's a bad drug going around, and if hundreds are dying, like shit, man, there's something going on. And obviously, it turned out not to be hundreds. Um, and I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying, like, my reaction, <laughs> how how it all came to me in the moment. I didn't post that shit. <laughs> <laughs> just send it to you. <laughs> Don't kill the messenger. And I, and I hate that that guy did that hundreds did. Right. No. When you I reflect on that. that now, like, it's like, damn, it bro. Was so like, bad. like, it took me to a dark so place. I'm like, why? Right. After, you know, realizing, okay, it's not hundreds. Maybe hundreds hurt. It was, yeah, some, it was hundreds injured. Yeah. But like, why would you do that? Like, yeah. that's how sick this world is. But, um, but uh, you know, I wanted to, re- I won't get you guys thoughts, but I wanted to read something that came across my desk this morning. Well, Got to pay for the subscription. No, don't. Get out of there. Don't try. So it says, um, what is this? It's cron.com. I don't know if it's a reliable source or not, but I guess worth the convo. Astroworld staff instructed to refer to dead concert goers as Smurfs, according to event plan. Um, Astroworld staff was instructed to refer to dead concert goers as Smurfs, according to 56-page security and emergency medical response plan obtained by CNN, authored by Austin, Texas-based concert promoter Scoremore. The wide-ranging document outlines 
contingencies and instructions for staff responding to do different situations at festivals, which ended Friday night with the deaths of eight uh, concert goers. Um, they go on to 50,000 ticketed fans. Um, they mentioned the age of a few of them. And they also mention so there's like code words for different situations. Yeah, so Smurf is just a code word so dead. people don't freak out. Right, yeah. right. You don't want to say, you know, this guy's yeah, cold dead. Cold black, cold red. And yeah. then they had a name. Then they had, um, they used Adam for something too. Oh, here it is. The document does, however, include protocols for active shooter situations and bomb threats as well as another situation code word for reporting a child who has gone missing on the premises. Code Adam is also instructed the staff to watch individuals attempting to arouse the crowd, monitor behavior. Um, yeah, I don't know. That just caught me. I'm not involved in any of like what goes on in concerts. So yeah, I just thought that was interesting. Oh, it's kind of crazy to call him Smurf. That's no, preparation. I understand the preparation, but because I have a visual of what someone looks like suffocated in their blue. Yeah, but that happened before the event. Right, 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 right. But I'm just that saying, just happened to be when a I put coincidence. It all, yeah, no, I understand. I'm just saying when I put it all together, it just it looks a little nasty in my head. But I again, I understand there's protocols and you can't say dead shooter. You have to like give it yeah, code yeah, names. You're gonna see a fucking panic. <laughs> um, I I saw one video of the, you can see the the ambulance or cop car going through the crowd, like maybe a little bit closer than the middle, closer to the stage, and it looked like Travis was just ignoring it. And I thought if I don't. Uh, I, I'm not going to say if I don't know anybody because I don't know exactly if he saw it or not, but it looked like he had a clear visual of red and blue lights and he didn't stop to just say, yo, let him through, let them do their thing or <coughs> just like put a little pause because if there's cop cars going, something's something's going on, you know? Like you're not just going to do that because someone got their foot stepped on and I thought that was a little funky. That looked a little funky from where... I was standing watching the video on my phone and this dude just ignored it. Um, I don't know. You guys have any thoughts on what No, happened? I mean, I've been to fucking three or four Travis' shows and I've been to ones where they were more intimate like at the observatory in Santa Ana. But early, then I, early. Yeah, yeah, and then I've also been to ones where he's done like the Staples Center or like Kendrick Lamar. And in my experience, Travis is always, even seeing him in person and seeing like, you know, clips of his shows, he he knows that he gets people to rage and he knows he gets people to mosh pit and he shit like that. And he's known to always like when shit gets out of control, he'll stop the show and just be like, yo, like I appreciate the love, I appreciate the rage, but we gotta be safe about it. You know what I mean? Like, and that's to again, that's just based off of my experience seeing him. I've seen him stop like stop shows and just be like, yo, we gotta do this shit carefully. We don't want nobody getting injured, no one getting hurt. So I can't imagine if he honestly saw someone getting hurt or to your point, like seeing an ambulance coming through his whole fucking crowd that he would just continue doing on the show. So I was like, nah, he probably didn't hear shit. He didn't see it. And then there is a clip of him being like, yo, yo, like him stopping, stopping, like being like, yo, you know what I mean? Trying to figure out what was going on in the crowd and and everything like that. So again, I wasn't there. We, we, none of us were, we were all just watching whatever clips and whatever headlines. And obviously you guys saw a wrong you know, a headline that, you know, wasn't true at all. So you can't always believe what you read or whatnot. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, I feel bad that this happened. I mean, to me, I I'm, I think most of the blame is on the venue in the city, man. I mean, this ain't- the, Underprepared? Yeah, this ain't the first yeah. time Travis has done Astro World, let alone a, a, a concert or a festival in the city. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's, it's up to them to be like, listen, I'm going to have 50,000 fucking people here. Get the right personnel here, security guards and stuff like that. Make sure that everything is set up properly so everyone can come in here and have a good time safely. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and it didn't happen. And you know what I'm saying? And it's unfortunate, you know, to the to the families that lost loved ones um, in this circumstance. But you blaming Travis, I don't think is the right way to go. Or Drake, they even said that. Like, I saw a headline that they were suing Drake, too. Yeah, because yeah. he came out. Yeah, it was Drake yeah. was a guest there. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, why, would, why would you sue him for it? You know what I mean? But um, I'm sure that Travis is going to do everything in his power to, you know, make sure that, you know, the families are taken care of and he's going to send their, you know, his his blessings and whatnot to those families and make sure that the ones that were injured are taken care of. But, I mean, yo, it's, it's I mean... Lawsuits are coming, bro. Yeah, they're following in. Yeah, the lawsuits are coming. And again, it's unfortunate. 
it's unfortunate for the fans. It's unfortunate for the 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 people that lost the lost their loved ones. You know what I mean? Like when Houston, you, you may not Houston. We got a problem. You may yeah. not see a, a festival or anything like that to that capacity for a while. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's more of a Live Nation than it is like a state thing. Like because they they partner with Live Nation, so now Live Nation is going to be under investigation on how they throw the concerts. Like I was talking to Phenom about it and he was saying like like um he didn't have any like details of them being in trouble but moving forward like it's going to be a little rocky for them because they're going to have a close eye on if are they preparing are they prepared for 50,000 people or whatever the number is yeah. and yeah. now you need to overstaff you need to have you might need to set up security tents or or emergency tents like you have like the sound area yep. in the middle yeah. you may need to set that up so you have easier access um, and you just got to deal with it, like, for precautionary reasons. I mean, I think just uh, based off, because we're talking about Texas, and Texas doesn't have a lot of the mandates and stuff that other states have okay. in place. Yeah, so yeah. I think there'll be a little bit more, you know, control. There'll be more of a controlled, chaotic, you know, um, atmosphere in yeah. other states because of those mandates that are in place right now. Texas is just free range right now. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think that will play a huge part in it. Um, but yeah, like I said, damn Texas, bro. It's just a bad time. Yeah, you know, it is. Like it's like the way our generation or the current generation, I should say, kind of like operates, right? Like versus, I know. Um, I was talking to Kobe about this, and like you know, Pearl Jam had ten people pass like pass away at sure. one of the concerts. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's references to Lollapaloozas in the past. Yeah, there's definitely all these. I've festivals. heard of yeah. uh, of Matt. Who I work with, mm-hmm. you know, he brought up to me there was a, a rock uh, band that where uh, they had pyrotechnics light the building on fire and people couldn't get out. Oh, shit. Like, this has happened in the past. Yeah. But, and all, all of these artists have had careers beyond those, those incidents. Yeah. And so, I mean, you got to feel for Travis. I, I think, and I think Joe would maybe be able to give the best response to this, but like, you know, when you're on stage, the lights are bright and it's not always easy to look out very far, if you yeah. will. Yeah. And I know there's like protocol, there's like certain lights that go up if things are going wrong. And, you know, Travis has a history of stopping shows mm-hmm. and doing whatever they have to do. It's on the recording. Um, but at the same time, it's just it just doesn't look good. You know, like, yeah. it just doesn't look very good for for what's going on and you know it doesn't help that you got your conspiracy folks who of course say he sacrificed people and, oh my god y'all reaching like, with that jesus. one like yeah, no, jesus <laughs> um but it's like it's just a tough time so yeah i'm curious I, to see <clears throat> how it all progresses you know with everything he touches like whether it be in our world sneakers and apparel and yeah. things like of that nature you know like if I post a Travis Scott shirt on my on our store Instagram tomorrow, are we gonna get hate? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. I was I was thinking from it because of what happened. I'm thinking, well, when you were DJing those concerts and those, I mean, we did a bunch of festivals in Europe that were 50k plus easy. And and the worst I would see is like someone hanging over the rail, just dehydrated. Yeah. And there was always security there to pick them up, pull them out, mm-hmm. give them water, make sure they're taking care of it. And they, they don't throw them right back where they were, but they just like, all right, you can go right around and got to work your way back to the front, I guess. But, um, and that's the thing, whether it was at night or, or during the day, you had a clear view of everything. You saw flags, you saw anything that they would hold up. You know, different countries always represented where they were coming from because in Europe, it was like all the countries are like states. Yeah. They're all right next to each other. So, you know, people will always rep hard. And if I can see the flags, you for sure can see the lights. You know, and again, maybe he did stop it before that or or right after that in the video cut out. But, um, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, we weren't there, so I'm not going to say any more. But it's definitely visible. And you can it's definitely capable of seeing something's off and i assume there you got people who are like stop the show stop the show and obviously we'll we'll see that right because it's all coming out to light right now yeah and then i'm sure there's probably thousands if not you know i mean yeah thousands probably the accurate word that are just like keep going Mm -hmm. yeah 
because they're, they're not aware of what's going they're, on. They're unaware. Yeah. Yeah. And a, and a reset isn't the, I don't think is the worst thing. Like, yo, chill, everyone chill out. Like, let's say it's 10 minutes, get the kid, you know, get him to safety, put him in the ambulance. Yeah. Like you got your energy. You know what I mean? Like we, I've, we, we've been, all of us have probably been in the thick of a, a crowd at a concert and your, you know, your feet burn out. You just want to sit down. So if you're not jumping up and down you're, and you're just catching your breath, it's a nice little reset. Then, all right, turn up, you know? Yeah. Burn, 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 burn. That's a lack of communication, though. You know what I mean? Like somebody from Live Nation or whoever's managing the event needs to be either in Chase B's ear or yep. Travis's ear yeah. and be like, yo, shut it down. We got a Smurf. Yeah. Yeah. Like, bro, that should be automatic. Like, oh, hit the button. No. Nah, like, yeah. We're. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're shutting this shit down for a sec. So moving forward, does this? Um, what does this do to Travis? Does it make him bigger? Does it make a take away from his brand? The people just kind of fade nah, away. I don't. I don't think. I don't think it affects. I don't think it affects his brand. I don't think it affects like you know what I mean. I think he's just gonna. He just has to. He probably has to just focus on this for a little bit, which may push whatever he was working on currently to the back burner for a little while. But I don't. And, and, like, and it doesn't help that the name of his recent song is. Uh, his latest release came out like last week. Escape, Escape plan. plan. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Bad yeah, yeah it's bad timing for that. But, you know, to Mickey's point, like there's been artists in the in the past that, you know, have continued to grow after these incidents happen at some of their shows or festivals or whatever. So, I mean, I, again, but we do live in a different time. So who knows, man? People are so quick to try to cancel artists for whatever reason. But listen, if the baby is back at performing that Rolling Loud, listen, I think Travis is going to be fine. Yeah, did you did you see again Joe Budden's breakdown on the baby getting permission to perform Rolling Loud? Y'all gotta listen to that because basically the LGBTQ community, like the gatekeeper, said, "Okay, you're allowed to go make money now," and then and then they gave him a nice little tour. And just think about how like someone can control your flow, like one individual can control your flow of income because they allowed you to. Who's the yeah. LGBT? You I didn't. Even, I don't know. That's what. So you got to listen to the episode because it's. It looks like some mafia type shit. Mm. But but anyways, um, this may sound sick to some, but again, we live in a very different time, and some may say even sicker time. I think he becomes more popular after this. I think there's more attraction to him. There's this neck because he's he's not doing day in Vegas or what's it called, the Vegas festival. Yeah 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 yeah. He's not. So he's not doing that. He canceled and, his second show at Astro World. Yeah, right. And he's not so doing that one. I think there becomes more of a desire from these kids to want to. I think they become more attracted to something like this. It's like when the fentanyl stuff. I mean, it's still going on, but to to my knowledge, if you know there's a drug out there that can possibly kill you, that can take you so high that it can probably kill you. If you're a drug user, you want to. You want to experience that. You want to teeter on the brink of life or death. Nah, I can't relate. Okay, <laughs> there are some people no, that are that are like that, and and I think with with some of these kids is, yo, like people died at that concert. These kids didn't darn canceling Travis. Like no, for they, sure they, not canceling. No, they haven't. We are like the adults, the responsible people. Yeah, like we're the ones canceling them. Like canceling him. I'm sorry. I, I think people are com- are a little conflicted because it's like, yeah, it's not Travis's fault, but his name is on it, and someone's gonna be a, get the blame. Yeah, but if he puts out a shoe tomorrow, is it selling out? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wadi <laughs> yeah. J said he'll buy it. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, One thing I really he think says, not on the mic. When you, when, <laughs> walk over. No. Um, <laughs> Listen, man, if you're gonna set up the mic like R and B singer, say it. something. <laughs> Yeah, I think this just makes him more desirable, especially when you take something away that's so desired, it just makes people want it more. Yeah. And he if he steps away for a month or two or three, whatever, just waits to the new year and he says new concert or new song, new shoe, boom, people are gonna be on it. Yeah. Yeah, give it some time. That's what I said. Yeah. Take a break. She's gonna focus on this right now and then you, you know, once that, yeah, once that smoke clears, you're gonna go right back at it. I find the most interesting thing about this is that y'all know Fortnite removed him from the game. Did, Did they, they really? Yeah, wow. they removed him no from idea. the game. They, it's a big that. article CNN posted about it after the situation happened. They decided to like take him out of the store 
which, you know, the kids, you know, they had a concert, Travis Scott's concert on right. Fortnite. On Fortnite. Yeah. So I can see, like you said, the demand's going to be there. People are going to want to see what's going on. I feel like you say it's going to bring more credibility to him because he's going to do a project where people will be like, I wonder what he's going to say about it. Yeah. And I think he's going to make something out of this. I, I don't personally think it's his fault. No, yeah, it's not. But you know how this world is. I, well, I, I think he's already a mysterious dude and that mm-hmm. mystique factor plays so big for him. Now it just makes him even more mysterious. Like, what's he been doing? What's he got going on? Does he have something special coming out? Um, yeah, I think it just adds to everything. He got a lot on this plate because they, they got a new baby on the way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot. Yeah. Well, shoot, man. We will see. Um, I had that other topic, but I think we can save it for next week. We can end it right here in the one hour mark. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, man. Me, more Gigs in Ontario coming up? Nope. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. If you do, let me know. I'm going with you. <laughs> I just want to witness this shit. <laughs> shit. I mean, I tried to go into the last one, but my gig ended way too late for me to make it out there. I'm going to ask you for a playlist. <laughs> See, I got you. You know what? Yeah. All right. Good times. Yes, yeah. sir. Good stuff, guys. 101 in the books. So 101 in the books. Peace. Peace.